Hi, and welcome to Surf Shots Gaming. I'm Tyler, and with me as always is Dave. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Dave. And James. Mm -hmm. Happy New Year. We made it. <laughs> we made it. Uh, I think I did. Yeah. Keyword in there is, I think. <laughs> hey, okay, let me rephrase that. We made that COVID, we, us three made it COVID free. That is true. That is true. Oh. So. <sighs> So, and it wasn't like COVID didn't try uh, on a lot of occasions. <laughs> oh, oh, trust me, I know. Uh, my mm -hmm. neighbor, my neighbor has it right now. Uh, my coworker, one of the other art teachers, his wife has it. The other one had it over Christmas break, but is now back to working. And work just went remote again because of uh, Omicron incidences. So, trust me, I know. <laughs> So what does uh, going remote mean for your esports team? Well, we can do that remotely anyway. So it was uh, I had the informational meeting this week. Uh, and uh, next week I'm going to have tryouts. Now they're going to be online, including Smash Brothers, unfortunately. I would prefer to do that live. But, uh, you know, until Nintendo fixes their uh, infrastructure issues, uh, that's kind of how we got to do things anyway. How many years is that going on? Uh, this is now, uh, we've only done it for one full year now, but this will be our third oh. semester. Yeah. I meant Nintendo fixing their infrastructure issues. Oh, ugh. it's about the same as uh, St. Louis Road construction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's never yeah. done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never done. Well, nope. welcome, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, you know, we get ar around here about once a week, talk about the games we've been playing. Uh, have some good times, some laughs, some chuckles. Tyler says once a week, but we've been averaging about once a month. So, well, we'll try. <laughs> I I am, one of my personal goals this year is to get it closer to once a week, as well as getting some Let's Plays up online each week, too. Like, I've got okay. uh, two of the Let's Plays of uh, Dark Souls up. I guess that's as good a segue as any what we've been playing yeah, i've been playing yeah. dark souls and <laughs> i've died over and over and over that game is brutal but the worst part is it's fair i'm never like the game cheated me i always know i screwed up it has me just coming back for more every time uh, that reminds me when I was playing uh, Bloodborne, it, it was definitely like that. The only time I ever felt the game was unfair was uh, I got working on the old DL, uh, the uh, the old Hunters DLC, and some of those boss fights were just absolutely brutal to the point it was also like, I'm done. You know, I'll just beat the game. I don't need to beat the <laughs> DLC. <laughs> uh. Could not do those. This is my I, second. Sorry, go ahead. I would forget the controls between playthroughs because it'd be a week or two, mm -hmm. and then I would just leave myself or leave the character in a very hard place and go, "Oh, I, I got this next time." And then two weeks later, when I'd go back, I would not have it. I would oh, just awesome. have death. Uh. And so, a complete lack of understanding of how to avoid it. It's also the kind of game, though, where, you know, you might be in this situation and one of your little ones walks into the room and then they see a creature on screen and then it's just like, oh, there's therapy in 20 years. Yep. <laughs> it's a Pokemon. Yeah, it's a... Uh, yeah. It's, uh, nope. Nope, nope, man. Yeah. <laughs> As a nope? Nope, out. Nope, nope. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Bloodborne certainly was like that at times, especially with all the Lovecraftian influences that the game gets into later in the game. They, they just have a water gun in their neck. That's the word, dread water. Yeah, no, it's wine, sweetie. You know, like at church. <laughs> cool it's cool. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yep. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, uh, been playing Dark Souls. Been playing still a little bit of Guilty Gear. Uh, okay. That's always fun. Uh, I'm level eight, still on my way up to heaven. Okay. Uh, Nine, right? Nine to get into heaven? It's ten and then heaven. Oh, I so, got you. So I've got a little bit to go. And then mm-hmm. the last game I've been playing a lot of, um, I've got it set up on my TV upstairs, is Halo Infinite. I want to talk about that for a second because it's good. And you don't need to play the other Halo games because it's basically bad guys here kill bad guys, which I'm all okay. about. I'm listening. And uh, what did you say, James? I believe I counterpicked that on our fantasy. I think so. Uh, There's which, some lost. Yeah, not as many as I lost on uh, Deathloop. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot what all I picked. <laughs> I can pull that up later if you guys want, but uh, uh, what I will you say... You tell how much I did. Right. What I will say will, that makes this Halo game is the grapple hook. The grapple hook is the greatest thing known to man. Because I've got fast travel. I can ride ships. Or I could see a, uh, I think they're called ghosts, flying above me. I kid you not, just point up, shoot my grapple hook, grapple up to it, kick the other person out, and get in and start flying it. Mid-air. <laughs> nice. First-person shooters with grapple hooks are always fun. They remind you of what Spider-Man could do if he ever decided to carry a piece. <laughs> I don't know. I always found them to be a little difficult sometimes because uh, I remember trying to play Widowmaker and Overwatch, who features primarily a grappling hook. And I always, I always would try and aim the grapple hook, but it always seemed like I had to aim it slightly above where I was actually trying to go for it to ever actually work. I don't know. Maybe that's just a bad example. <laughs> If used creatively, everywhere can be a sniper spot, though. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's and, true. And with Halo Infinite, it, they took a lot of time making sure the feel of the game was there. And so that uh-huh. grapple system, I just, I'm just, there will be times where there's a giant wall, but instead of trying to go around it or finding a ship or something, shoot up the grapple at the wall where my uh, uh, momentum keeps me going up, and then my Grapple recharges go to the next part. So I can climb any wall now. Just because through momentum. Nice. <laughs> it's it's like a great physics game where I'm like, what can I break today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Breath of the Wild. Got it. Okay. It, it, although I will say this. The they present it as like a really open game. It's not it's not Breath of the Wild in terms of that. There's an mm-hmm. open area where you can do like little missions, you know, uh, mm-hmm. games, but the main story missions are still very mm. linear. Okay. I gotcha. But it, it is something I would highly recommend, even if you don't play the multiplayer, to at least rent and play because it is fun. Okay. Nice, nice. I still think I might want to try the, the Halo games from the beginning. I might buy the Master Chief Collection. I know you and I had discussed possibly doing like a Let's Play, okay. like uh, of us doing co-op and like titling like Dave loses his Halo virginity or something. <laughs> right. you know? Because truth be told, you know, I've probably said it multiple times on this podcast. Back in the day when Halo came out, you know, I was a GameCube kid. And it wasn't until much later where I stopped being such a Nintendo fanboy and only I can only play Nintendo. And then, but then the next console I got was a PS2. And then the last one I got was an Xbox. And then, you know, but by that point, I, you know, people had talked up Halo so much that, but all they would ever talk about is multiplayer. I'd ask, you know, like, what's the story for this? You know, what's the plot? I don't know. I just play multiplayer. Ugh, I don't care about I've a plot in a video game. Halo, so. mm-hmm. huh? I've also never played Halo, so you're oh. not the only one. Yeah, oh, gotcha. What I, what I will say that is your Halo is my Pirates of the Caribbean. I didn't get into it when everyone else did, and by the time I got into it, 
all they could say was Ujak Sparrow, Ujak Sparrow, and made it out to be much bigger than it actually was. I was like, no, you you guys are overhyping. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that happens a lot, it seems, with like some things that I enjoy. <laughs> like, uh, I know everyone always seems to say, you know, The Dark Knight Returns is the greatest uh, Batman comic of all time. And then I read it after hearing that all those times. And I'm like, well, it's a very good Batman comic. But personally, I prefer The Long Halloween, you know? <laughs> I, I was going to go with Hush myself, but... Hush is by the same author. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I would agree with that too. <laughs> but that's I what I've got. Yep. I have the only iron song stuck in my head now. <laughs> the tale of Jack Sparrow. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, complete side note here. If you guys have not seen it, uh, on Netflix, they have Michael Bolton's big, sexy uh, Valentine's Spectacular. Okay. <laughs> it's basically just an hour-long Lonely Island sketch. <laughs> Where by it's the nice end of it... He's, it's sorry, nice yeah. that he's gotten so cool and being willing to, you know, you know, at least have a bit of fun with himself about that stuff. By the end, he summons the power of his old self with the long hair. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh. it is magical well worth wow it. all right but, cool cool but enough but enough about uh michael bolton's you know flowing locks back in the day dave what have you been playing oh wow uh, i've played a lot uh so i listened to our last podcast before uh we got on today just to remind myself um because i finally beat scarlet nexus I really enjoyed it, but that game is definitely 15 to 20 hours longer than it should be. Uh, if they had condensed it down to something, uh, you know, a little more streamlined and made it only about 40 hours, I probably would have liked it way much more than I do now. But as of now, it's just like I really enjoyed that, but it overstayed its welcome, I think. And they're also coming out with more DLC. And the thing about the DLC, though, is it's really kind of lame. And it's just like there's no big story expansions or, you know, extra missions or anything. What it is, is it's just additional, like, snippets of what you can do. Because there is a, like, affinity uh, system with uh, your teammates and party members of the game. And all it is is more of those. So, like, uh, story affinity section uh, uh, part seven instead of, you know, just going up to six. And I'm just like, I've beaten the game, you know. That would have been, you know, that would be great if you had, like, an additional thing for me to want to do that with, but you don't, you know. Uh, I don't find the side quests are pointless. All they are is like, you know, kill two of this type of enemy and, you know, then redeem your reward. And I haven't found any that actually, you know, furthered any plot or whatsoever. So I'm just, I'm kind of glad to be done with that. I enjoyed it for what it was. I really did. There was some really cool stuff with the plot, but uh, it definitely overstayed its welcome. And uh, I think that is, that's what kind of took it down a peg for me. Um, so in the meantime, I have played several games, uh, since then, uh, that's kind of what I've been doing on my weekends and just kind of catching up. But I also decided I wanted to play some games that I knew were going to be kind of just short and sweet little mm -hmm. experiences. So what I did was I've played, I know I've, I've basically played four games and I've completed three of them. I played and beat... Metroid Dread, Ooh, nice. absolutely loved that game. Uh, that is one where it was uh, almost a little of the opposite. You know, I 100%ed it. Uh, it was took me around 15 hours, and I still wanted more. Uh, so that was one I felt could be, you know, maybe a little longer. But, you know, it definitely didn't overstay its welcome. That one was short, sweet. But I will have plenty more to say about that here in a bit. Okay. 
I also managed to time it out perfectly. Uh, I did not realize Spider-Man Miles Morales is a Christmas game. <laughs> it takes place during Christmas, and so I played that in Dece- like the middle of December, and it's like, okay, perfect timing. Great. He's got a Christmas tree. I've got a Christmas tree. Yay! <laughs> and I really enjoyed that. That was another uh, kind of short and sweet uh, Spider-Man adventure. Honestly, there were parts about that I liked a little more than the first Spider-Man game because this time, you know, it's Miles Morales. He's a new Spider-Man. So it made sense why I have to kind of level him up to learn things because he's a new Spider-Man. Whereas it was times like that in uh, the original one, I'm just kind of like, shouldn't Peter Parker know this crap already? (laughs) So there was that. I really enjoyed the story for that. that game, that game felt more low. Like that should have been. That was like going to be a DLC, but then it was just like Sony was like, oh, "The PS5 is coming out. We need something." You know, like they did with Metal Gear Solid Five. You know, Ground Zeroes. <laughs> did you play that? I did play that. Okay. You yeah. Still need to play. You still need to play Phantom Pain. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, I, and I know what you're trying to do and trying to set up. So. Um, but I played through that, really enjoyed that story was a lot of fun. Um, and then I also decided to play Luigi's Mansion (laughs) three. I really enjoyed that too. And I loved the idea of instead of it actually being a mansion that's infested with ghosts, it's a high rise, like Vegas style hotel and each level going up the, uh, hotel is like a different theme and a lot of them are of ones that you would see in vegas so like one is uh you know medieval times theme the other one is egyptian theme the other one is all magic you know like bunnies popping out of hats kind of stuff uh one is like uh a modern day like dance floor with like the dj ghost in the background and uh then they got like a group of ghosts all dressed up like the Jabberwockies <laughs> that come out on the dance floor and attack. And I'm like, I, I'm laughing through 90% of this game. It was great. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, also played that all the way through. And uh, I also uh, managed to acquire all the gemstones. Why I did that, I don't know, but they don't give you anything. I just, they're just there. <laughs> <laughs> completion and then, stuff. Yeah, completion stuff. It would have been nice if they like unlocked something for you. And Luigi's Mansion still has this multiplayer mode, which I haven't even bothered to touch just yet. With so, Gooigi. With Gooigi. Uh Gooigi. He was made with ectoplasm and coffee accidentally. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, because that's how science works. <laughs> And now I have started up ReCore, which is a Xbox One game that um, was an Xbox exclusive. Uh, It's interesting. Uh, I'm enjoying it, but I think it's going to be one of those experiences. Like, I've kind of put it on the back burner now because I'm like, I decided I wanted to build a bunch of model kits recently. So I've been doing that instead. But it's one of these that I'm just kind of like, you know, this is fun, but it's going to be one of those experiences where am I probably going to remember this, you know, like a month or so after I'm finished with it? Maybe ever so slightly. The most I'll probably remember is, oh, record. I had fun with that. (laughs) And that's about it. So that is what I am on now, and I'm trying to get that finished up before we do the uh, decide the new game for the year type stuff. And someone makes me play Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> so for our listeners who don't know what we're referring to here, uh, us friends here, we have a kind of cool thing we do every year where we draw names and give a game for them uh, to play as their first game of the year officially something that they haven't played before that we've really enjoyed and think they would like. And Dave, 
has not played Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, which story, say what you will, but gameplay is a perfect game. It is a perfect simulator. The what? (laughs) Kidnapping simulator. It is the kidnapping simulator, yes. It is just, it is perfect gameplay. And you need to play it. So I don't care who I need to bribe. You're going to play it. (laughs) Uh... Well, if I get Dave's name, it's going to be Hello Kitty on an Adventure. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, for a second, I thought you were going to Hello say... Kitty Island Adventure, The Phantom Pain. <laughs> Funny. Well, James, uh... have you been playing Hello Kitty Island Adventure? Oh, just about. <laughs> I have been playing uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Uh, I have about 70 hours logged in at this point because I just play and the kids are asleep and I'm going to bed soon myself, like a little bit, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. Um, kind of really getting a feel for it. This is actually my second Pokemon game that uh, I've owned. The first oh, wow. One Sword. I played uh, Red or Blue and an emulator back in the day, but this is my second one, and I'm I'm gearing up and preparing for the uh, Legends of Arces R Us. Uh, <laughs> that's coming out later this month, um, which I'm excited about, despite my <laughs> pun that I made. <laughs> uh, so, James, me and, and you were talking while we, while you were playing that, and you were talking about how it was a cakewalk. And I kept saying, wait to the Elite Four. Yeah, no, the Elite Four is fine. Most of the champions were easy. It was the last one that wiped out, got like eight one-hit KOs on me. Wow. You were, and, and you were like 10 levels above it, right? Yeah. That was yeah. Mm-hmm. So, couple things I found out. That was. Couple things I found out about that Garchomp. That's that was mm-hmm. the one you were facing there. One, uh, perfect IVs, perfect EVs. Two, it had a uh, it had a hidden ability that okay. you. It, I forget what it is there, but it basically made it even tougher. So, and there, and you can only get that hidden ability by using the Pokey Radar. So you wouldn't have been even be able to have had that Pokemon by that point in the game. Well, I kept putting Dialga with pressure out just to try to wear it out of freaking dig move. Nope. Nope. That never happened. It used dig eight times on me. Oh yeah, it also pressure. maxed it also maxed out its uh PP. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know you might have to bleep that. <laughs> PowerPoints. PowerPoints. Yeah, no, it it just destroyed my team. And you see you heard me say eight. That's not a miscount. Sometimes I would put one out so that I could revive another one that had a, like an ice move in the hopes of taking it down. Like all I needed was one shot. And I could not get it. <sighs> so I was like 20 levels above it. And I got it. So James, have you done a second run yet of the Elite Four? Uh, no. No, I've been busy mining. Because <laughs> she, she leveled up and has a new team. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. At this point, uh, when I can transfer things from home, I'll complete the Pokedex. And by that time, Arceus will be out by then, so... You'll wipe your hands of it. (laughs) I I will be moving on to Breath of the Wild Pokemon Edition. (laughs) Uh... Oh, Breath of the um, Wild Pokemon Edition. 
between then, I, I've noticed that the Untitled Goose Game, which is now the title of it, uh, is only 10 bucks. Oh. I played that. It's it's fun. <laughs> and I, yeah. I, I'm strongly considering trying to not have my Switch in handheld mode, which it almost exclusively is nowadays, and maybe putting it on the TV, because I've heard the soundtrack to it is... It's an adaptive soundtrack. It's delightful. Yeah. I often play without sound on everything, so I feel like if I get that, I'm going to have to somehow have the sound. Because, I mean, of course, i got to hear the goose honk. Oh, yeah. you got to hear the goose honk. And yeah, yeah. You, and you got to hear every little bit of mischief it gets into, because that goose is a word I would have to bleep. <laughs> It's basically going to be like our college camping simulator, almost. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the college we went to had a bunch of geese there. Oh, also it was me. considered a yeah, and it was also yeah. considered a wildlife preserve. So you could not touch these geese, and they were cocky about it. <laughs> they were mean, ugh. <laughs> I remember exiting a building. This is uh. Well, almost exiting a building, I was at the glass door, and I saw a girl run this way, and a goose chased her. <laughs> she was fine, and I had the reaction you all are having, like, ha 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 ha, mean goose. <laughs> and I exited the building like a fool. That same oh. damn goose came after me, <laughs> and I was running, <laughs> and it started flying. Uh, I, I started like running to the left. It veered left. It's like beak. I, I looked behind me, like I saw its beak open, and then I veered right. It kept on its left trajectory, but those things were mean. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I mean, it was getting to the. Yep, it was getting to the point that they're like, if they found a nest, because they were getting so out overnumbered. Uh, in on the campus, that they were shaking the eggs, so you know, wouldn't have any little baby gooseling goslings, you know, walking around. Uh, they were certainly territorial. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I didn't feel like my life was in danger, but they seemed like they promised pain. Yeah. I will elicit upon you a feathery torment. <laughs> All right. Guys, we're going to start up a game company. First game, The Goose Apocalypse. The Goose Apocalypse. It could be like a zombie style game. Mm -hmm. Only you can't fight back. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then you start real and you then realize they're getting smart. Does that goose yeah. have a Glock? <laughs> <laughs> Internet, make this happen. Make it happen. Yeah, please. Please. So have you been playing I'll anything else, James? What? Have you been playing anything else? I got Brilliant Diamond when it first released. And mm -hmm. I've been playing it as anytime I have time to play. And I have 70 hours, if that tells you. No, that's a long answer. That's, no. no. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's go into our main topic of the evening here. Our personal games of the year. So, like I told you guys earlier, open, open format here. Whatever that means to you, you can kind of lead the charge with that. So. Dave, let's start with you. What is okay. what does that mean to you? Okay. Uh, so for me, uh, when I heard you say that initially, I was thinking, of course, I, I knew you would probably mean like, you know, games that we've played this year, but I took it also more as like, you know, kind of what came out this year. And so uh, I have two uh, best games of the year. They did come out this year, actually. And uh, they really were, in my opinion, kind of the best games I have played 
uh, for the year. I played a lot of stuff, and uh, and some games, you know, really did come close. Like I was almost tempted to say, you know, Tokyo Mirage Sessions because I did have a ton of fun with that game, but ultimately just uh, Metroid Dread. It left me with. Uh, it was so great to see, like, you know, such a return to form for the Metroid series. Um, I loved the plot. It really, it is a nice, really, it honestly could be considered the ending of the Metroid series. It puts a nice pin in it. They could definitely do more with it, of course. But, you know, who knows? It might be like that situation where, you know, like, uh, clearly the first SpongeBob movie was meant to be the end of the series. Now they kept doing like all the stuff in the middle, but that's what like the director of the movie and the creator of SpongeBob said. He's just like, you know, I wanted to kind of create the true ending for the series while I still wanted to. Yes, things can still go on, but it's just like this is how it would you know finish off. And I think that's what uh, they have done here now. Yes, they can definitely still do more. There's still stories that could be told in between uh, several of the Metroid games. But this was a really great finish. And there was a lot of stuff I really enjoyed. Now, I know some people are just like, you know, the story wasn't that great. And I'm just also kind of like, well, you know, here's the thing. There were four other games worth of plot that you needed to know for this to make sense. So for us Metroid fans, it was perfection. For you folks that are just getting started, you of course you were going to be sitting there like, what's going on? All right, Th that was just going to happen, okay? So... For example, Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ridley's not in this game, surprisingly. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He is one of the... This is like one of the few games he's not in. What I did appreciate, though, was because he's kind of gotten the shaft for several games uh, ever since uh, Super Metroid. Craig is in the game. Ridley is not. So I enjoyed seeing my big giant green uh, dinosaur Godzilla alien boy uh, in full on 3D finally. Well, and that you can fight <laughs> in 3D. Um, no, it was just also um, the big villain in it is not uh, like a space pirate or, you know, a giant brain in a jar. It is a rogue Chozo. And so the Chozo are the aliens that raised Samus and that like enhanced her DNA to make her the way she is and also the ones that designed her power armor. So it's really cool seeing these other Chozo warriors wearing the same armor as you. And, you know, you get to see, you know, how that armor works in that culture. And, you know, they're battling you with the same stuff that you're using, you know. So it's just like, ah, crap, you know. And so it just made for some really cool stuff. And uh, just to kind of see everything come full circle, I was really happy. <laughs> It's like if a Koopa got a fire flower and used it against Mario. Exactly. Yes. Only these ones can... Uh... <laughs> well, they're the ones that designed it, so they can use it better than you can. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did have one more. Uh, Metroid Dread would be my, uh, my, only, my, like, my single player one. Okay. Uh, so, but my my favorite game to play with friends this year so far has been uh, Back for Blood, and that is really scratching that uh, itch that Left for Dead ha uh, left behind. I, I was unfortunately reading an article earlier today, though. Well, it wasn't an article; it was like it was an old Reddit thread, and I had a bunch of these like Valve Steam apologists. Uh, saying about how much better uh, Left 4 Dead 2 was because, you know, of the gore system and stuff like that. And I'm just like, shut your stupid face up and stop sucking on Valve's... Uh, I better not finish that sentence or we're going to get in trouble. But, uh, you know, it just... 
just little stupid critiquey things that they're like saying is what makes the whole game, you know, like not as good. And I'm just like, shut up, you d- immature teenager, you know, stuff like that. I, I was looking for Valve's pipeline. What was the word you were looking for? Valve's pipeline. Yeah, that that's a good word. Yeah. 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 Don't get me wrong. I've got nothing against Valve, but these these kids are also asking, like, you know, yeah, Valve just has such a, a you know a unique system where you know games don't have due dates, so you know everything they make truly is a work of art. And I'm like, no. Valve learned how to make money without having to do anything, so they don't. <laughs> Valve is just a storefront anymore. The last thing they made was Half-Life Alex, and then before that, I don't know. Aren't they Portal coming out 2? With soon? Supposedly. You know, I'll it, believe it when I see it. It's coming out in uh, February. And, and, and consoles, consoles, a, a strong word for it. Uh, it's it's really a portable computer because you can load your own OS on it. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, it's basically like a glorified uh, TV set plug-in PC. Yeah. yeah. So what I was going to say, Dave, is I can see where, you know, Left for Dead... People could like some features of that versus Back for Blood. But what really makes Back for Blood for me are the modifiers, the card mm-hmm. system. That mm-hmm. is genius. Mm-hmm. Every time you play, it's not the same playthrough. You want to make it tougher for yourself? Make yourself a crappy deck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just, I don't know. I just, I'm getting a little tired of all of these. Valve apologists and like Half Life Three is going to be so amazing, and I'm to the point I'm like Half Life Three is not going to come out. They've realized what they've done. They've realized that the hype for that game has built up so much that if they were to even release it, it would in no way match people's expectations and would be considered an absolute failure of a game by doing so. So instead of releasing it, they're going to just do what Duke Nukem Forever probably should have done and just be like, nope, we're not going to do this. <laughs> yeah, and plus, they can't count to three. You know? Oh, no, Half-Life, never Half-Life 2, uh, Portal, Team Portal 2. Uh, Team Fortress. Team Fortress 2. <laughs> uh, even freaking Dota 2. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Well, those are great choices. James, your game of the year, or games of the year, or what does that mean to you? Okay. Um, yeah, you, you told me the topic. I, I didn't read it in the text earlier. Mm-hmm. I told me the topic right before <laughs> we got on this, and I thought, I'll come up with something by the time it comes to me. Um, there's Dolatar. Uh, it it comes with most PCs. Solitaire, okay. <laughs> yeah, not, but I actually have not played that in <laughs> probably a decade. Um, I, I mean, I'm 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 here. Something just fell off, fell on the floor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, oh, what was it? It was the game that I was supposed to play. Oh, Control? Yes. From what I played, it was amazing. <laughs> Could not complete it because of time reasons, and at this point, I would not know any of the control or control anymore. <laughs> uh, so I spent a good hour of my rare free time probably running the character into a wall. <laughs> um, but it was beautiful. The gameplay, the story, it was, uh, it had a mundane veneer that melted away into the psychotic. Kind of like an X-Files vibe? Very yeah. much so. I get what you mean exactly. Like, 
it's meant to look like this drab office building from basically the 70s. Yeah. Because, yeah. and that's part of the plot. They can't have yeah. technology in there that's over a, a certain age. Uh, they, they can't have new representations of things. Mm -hmm. Because then some things in there would change mm -hmm. for the worse. And it would just cause a lot of chaos. So conventions were very established in there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you you just walk into this office building and oh, how things get weird and cuckoo banana pants. Yep. When the geometry stopped making sense in that game, like the first time around, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it's yes. going to be one of those. <laughs> I wish I could have completed it because it was delightful. There. Also, doesn't help that uh, isn't your uh, PlayStation Four also mostly a Netflix machine for your children? Uh, and Disney Plus. Oh, <laughs> which I thought was going to be. Oh, I can watch Star. Uh, um, what was it the uh, the Mandalorian? Oh, I can watch that. No, it's it plays Bluey, which is an Australian cartoon dog. The show is fun, but. No, it, it's it's mostly just a, a kid entertainment system. Okay, James, I think I've maybe asked you this once before, but uh, I, I'll ask it again because I'm just so I'm Have just. I whiskey. I've considered it, but I want them to get good grades in school. So no, I no, have... I'm just curious about <laughs> uh, your your thoughts and opinions on Caillou, and do you wish he really would die of cancer? <laughs> uh. Caillou is a terrible monster. His parents are enablers. <laughs> and yes, he will be no use to society when he gets older. <laughs> so if he does have, no, I, I, I mean, if he was real, I, of course, I wouldn't want him to die, but. Um, I imagine you and uh, your, your missus probably breathed a sigh of relief when they announced they were canceling him. <laughs> We only had to deal with like one or two episodes of it, thank goodness. Uh, someone gave it to us because I guess they hate us, and we tried it out. And externally, we're smiling, like, "Oh yes, this is a, a this is a cartoon to watch." Internally, mm -hmm. we're yelling at this the TV screen because. Mm -hmm. Lots of bad lessons. Well, also, isn't it because Caillou is also, I believe in the books, he's supposed to be um, literally like, you know, a step above baby. <laughs> Whereas in the show, he's depicted as being much older, so. <laughs> yeah, but. It's an unrealistic expectation for parents. He's like, I want an ice hockey ring. And his parents are like, Okay, let's build one in the backyard. Uh, no, 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 that, that cannot happen in real life. <laughs> Here's the million dollar question, though. What's worse, Caillou or the police state that is Paw Patrol? We have not experienced Paw Patrol one bit. Is there a Paw Patrol ban in your house? Uh, we've just dodged it still somehow. Just like we've somehow dodged Chuck E. Cheese. Wow. I know. I don't know many Chuck E. Cheeses that seem to exist still, though, is my thing. We have There's several one. out here. Wow. We There's only have one the one still down by us. <laughs> we only got the uh, <laughs> the Chuck E. Cheese uh, ghetto uh, spa and resort that seems to exist in... Uh, uh, the town, you know, about uh, about a half hour away with the mall in it. <laughs> Spa and resort? Yeah. It's, it's in a shopping center with, like, big lots and a bunch of uh, beauty supply shops oh. and a, and a golden corral. <laughs> I'm just picturing Charles Entertainment Cheese or rather a teenager in that cosplay costume walking into a windowless room with a massage table and being like 
where are the, your pressure points? <laughs> when you say spawn resort. Oh, I can uh, update you, though, on, uh, sorry to completely break up, but we've talked about this before on the podcast, about the uh, bar and nail salon here in my area that uh, is supposedly the front for actually a swingers and sex trafficking club. Burn to the ground! <laughs> Wait, it burned to the ground? Well, I don't know about completely to the ground, but mostly to the ground. Uh, we haven't quite got the words on it, but I'm watching the news report on it, and I'm just like, yeah, that's arson. Because <laughs> I was uh, talking to my family about that. Evidently, yeah. they were cleared of all charges of that. It was someone making false rumors about them. Really? Yeah. Hmm. This this was the place that was the uh, swingers club, uh, allegedly. Hmm. What has been going on in my hometown area since I left? <laughs> Apparently a swingers club. <laughs> my goodness, I've been gone about, a... oh, yeah, it's been 11 years almost. Yeah, it's been about a decade plus. Oh, <laughs> uh, nope. Uh. But, uh, okay, let's get back to the topic, though. You know, enough again about uh, swinger clubs burning to the ground and, you know, possible dead hookers and ditches, things like that. You know. All right. So Control was your game of the year, James. Did you have, like, another for, like, multiplayer? Or I know you don't get much gaming time, man. <laughs> I, I, I think the closest to that is Pokemon Go, So because we pl trade Pokemon. <laughs> Or roll twenty. Yeah, we have been using roll twenty a lot. Uh, yeah. It's it's an online interface for D and D. Okay, I get you. Yeah, I, I, should... I got a lot of the books. Mm. A lot of them. I guess I should go here, huh? Mm -hmm. You're the only one left. All right, then. Well. If I'm going to go with a solo game of the year, I'm going to go with one that has taken the most hours from me, and it's not Pokemon. Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, oh. yeah. That game, ugh, Chef Kiss, just... Monster Hunter World, obviously, bigger areas... Mm -hmm. You know, better graphics, whatnot, etc. But how fast you get into the gameplay in Monster Hunter Rise, how streamlined they've made so many things. I can get to the monster killing right away. It's mm -hmm. fantastic. And I'm very much looking forward to Monster Hunter Rise Sun uh Sunbreak next year. Their expansion. Okay. Uh it's it 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 fills my heart with joy and murderous rage to kill all the monsters. <laughs> Uh, so that is my solo game, even though that's kind of a multiplayer game because you can get in random groups. But um, if I were to go multiplayer game, you've already talked about Back for Blood, so I'll skip that one. Mm -hmm. I got to go Halo, Halo Infinite. Okay. And it is so, so, as you may know, I love Destiny a lot. Uh -huh. You've mentioned it. <laughs> a few times. But I've never really liked the player versus player of Destiny, mainly because you don't all start off with the same loadout. You have your own builds with your own guns, and so for the um for the pale as the moon neckbeards who do <laughs> nothing but grind that game, they have an unfair advantage. Halo you have the same loadout as everyone else. You do not have anything special. The only thing you can have special is how you look. <laughs> okay, okay, nice. Um, and so you, you take that fairness, you couple it with a really fun physics engine, and mm -hmm. you can just get some craziness. Like, I was playing a match uh, earlier this week where there's a guy coming at me with a tank, I used the grapple hook to grab a energy coil 
and just throw it at the tank and blow it up. <laughs> uh, I did see the video game Donkey talk a lot about the grapple mechanic, and it, it does look like fun. And it's just like, why hasn't Metroid figured this out for Prime? Grapple beam. Give me that. <laughs> you know what? I bet you uh I bet you someone at Retro watched uh, Halo Infinite and was like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh it, yeah, James. Well I was gonna say I would be willing to do like I at some point I could come over to your house and we could do like a let's play with that yeah, as I'm, well. I'm totally down. And what's cool about that is so as of right now it does not have split screen, but oh. but it does have cross play with PC. Oh. And the multiplayer is free for yeah. everyone. Oh, I just gotcha. that we did Smash Brothers uh, Ultimate mm -hmm. as the double Pichu team. Yes, that was a good that was a good time. We should do that sometime too for a let's play. Just you know, just the the troll play. Oh, you almost got oh, so you're gonna play out. Marvel versus Capcom two as the serve bot only. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, I I am one of the lucky few. I still have my PS3 with Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on there. Same. Because <laughs> you can't buy that game anymore. Well, you can, just you're going to need to shell out a ton of money, and it's going to be on a console without online play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do uh, it legally. Yeah. Oh, goodness. That was one thing that sucked about the Dreamcast version is you had to unlock so many characters and the point uh, system for that was garbage. So it took forever. I really hope that... Uh, so there's a YouTube... Uh, yeah, you, uh, well, a Twitch uh, streamer named Maximilian Dude who yeah. uh, mm -hmm. has really been pushing uh, with a campaign called Free MVC2. So there, there is a growing campaign online for them to re-release Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I gotcha. With rollback I can only, code. Uh, the only, I can imagine the only issue probably facing them is Disney, of course. <laughs> if you had asked me about that four or five years ago, I would have said yes. They like I was, money. I was going to say, because in the past, and this is what happened to Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, they didn't own them all. They didn't own X-Men. They didn't own the Fantastic Four, etc. Yep, yep. The Mouse House now owns them all. They, mm -hmm. have, they have completed their Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> uh, and they like money. They might like money a lot. So, I mean, yeah. if they were mm -hmm. to get some licensing rights that gave them money, mm -hmm. they would probably do it. Yeah, and, 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 and it's an easy turnaround, too, because there's not much they'd have to do. The game's already made. So, I, I think I think within the next five years we'll get a re-release. If not, okay. and, and my if not a new game. I don't know yeah. about a new game. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite tanked miserably. Mm -hmm. I mean, for Pete's sakes, they found that the five DLC characters for that game were on the disc, but you still had to pay money to play them. Oh. It was... It was I thought that was Tekken Cross Street Fighter. I think it's both. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and... The, it, was, it was not a good game. It, mm. And... Uh, they would have to do a lot of fixing for them to trust them with a new Marvel vs. Capcom game because Street Fighter V also very rough start. You know? I mean, it's good now, but it took them, gosh, four and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, it's I still feel like it's not as accessible as like uh, Street Fighter Four ever was. Yeah, it's definitely more geared towards the, you know, the true, like, fighting game, you know. The FGC, yeah. 
yeah, for those of them who are actually going to compete in fighting games, yeah, it's great for them. But, you know, whereas, you know, you're a guy like me, I play Street Fighter for the plot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> What's the plot, Dave? Uh, it's totally not Jerry's butt, you know? <laughs> it's thighs for days. Yep, yep, legs for days. <laughs> legs for days. <laughs> All right. So we're coming up on an hour here. So I want to do one last thing here real fast before we call it for the night. Okay. What are you guys looking forward to gaming wise this coming year? Arses are us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to capture God. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Character because I ordered it from directly from Pokemon. It's a pre-order. Uh... You know, Arceus Beanie character. Nice. I don't know exactly. It's to the point where I've really stopped reading a lot of video game news websites. And I just kind of try and hear more about that stuff from word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And I find that way my level of hype is kept in check. And that way also then my excitement for things is genuine for when things are announced. So I'm just kind of excited to see what comes. I'm really looking forward to some of the games that were like announced at the PlayStation showcase that we um, uh, live streamed and reacted to. Uh, I'm really hoping Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. and I'm kind of really wanting to see what uh, if Nintendo is going to bring like you know a not a and not that they've had any like you know really I guess small games this past year. I mean we had like we had a major Pokemon release, but uh, for me for Pokemon I guess I got to be in the right mood. And the last one I truly played was uh, X and Y. I pumped well over 120 hours into them, but then it was just like. I think I'm good for a while and I haven't picked up another one since, but you know, I would love to see another, you know, 3d Mario. That's probably not going to happen. I would love to see breath of the wild Two come out. Maybe happening. Don't know if it is. I only can imagine though. It's going to come out in October or November to in time for Christmas. That would be my bet. If I were, if I were to put money on it, um, It'll be my first pick on the Fantasy League again. Yeah, uh, apparently I got to look forward to Metal Gear Solid Five apparently this year. So <laughs> uh, I'm also looking forward to uh, some games that have been heavily rumored, or also other games that I know I have enjoyed, but I have to finish now the full experiences. Like uh, Doom Eternal was excellent, but I have not bought or played the DLC yet, which kind of completes the story. So I know I need to do that. And I want to do the same for Ghost of Tsushima. I want to kind of get the PlayStation 5 edition, which includes the uh, Icky Island expansion, because I platinum that game. I did about everything you could do in that game except the multiplayer. So just more Ghost of Tsushima is, you know, is a good thing for me. So... I'm just really excited to see what's coming. I don't really have any major preconceived notions of things I'm just going to enjoy. It's just kind of like video games are awesome, and I'm going to be there for it. Yay. <laughs> i got to point out, didn't Ghost have a grappling hook? It did, after, it, it did, but it wasn't like you could grapple onto everything. Uh there was like certain dedicated points, you know. Oh, I was gonna try to make the point of grappling hooks make everything better. <laughs> uh, well, it certainly was a fun game. I I am saving I that for my PS Five. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, gotten it, by the way? He has it. it. it I have it. it. Yeah, I haven't opened it yet. No, I was just, I know you had ordered it, and I know you're it trying is, to hit the weight loss goal. It is I know you're close. It <laughs> is literally sitting upstairs next to the TV in the box. <laughs> Within view of the treadmill. I, so, before I go into what I'm looking forward to this year, this is the legitimate thought I've had to help me get to that faster, is a Let's Play combination 
where I play Dark Souls, but every time I die, I have to do five minutes on the uh, exercise bike. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, for me, I what I'm looking forward to slash am dreading is the end of February. Because the Why? end of February, within a seven-day time period, has Horizon, Forbidden West, Elder oh. Ring, and the new expansion for Destiny. I might have to do Horizon Day 1, because I, I really one of the enjoyed the last one. Yeah. I, I really did enjoy hunting robot dinosaurs. I need to be... I have not played the DLC for that game, either. I own oh, something to do. I haven't played it either. Yeah. You got a good excuse yeah. now. Load it up in your PS5, run it at that 60 FPS. Oh, like butter. <laughs> yep. Like butter. I already transferred my save over, so it's on the PS5. I just have it. Yes. Just, I don't know. I seem, to, I seem to keep forgetting that I have like certain games that need DLC. I probably should just take the, DV, the, the game box case and stick it in front of the TV and it's just be like, <laughs> oh, what game should I play? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should play that. <laughs> I still remember the hit of adrenaline I would get when the first shot hits, but it doesn't take down the robot dinosaur. Mm -hmm. And the robot dinosaur is now pissed and knows where you are. It was still so cool, though, with those uh, arrows that would, yeah. like, create, like, a shockwave, and it would just blow yeah, armor and stuff off of him. Yes. And then he would, like, run over, grab the mounted gun on the thing, and then just start shooting at it with its own weapon. <laughs> yeah, when you shoot the T-Rex the with its own missile launcher. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. Yep. Always good. Oh, oh. Well, guys, great way to start the year. Good games yep. coming out. Good games we've played. Dave's going to play Metal Gear Solid 5 at some point this year. I was going to play Hello Kitty Island, Island Adventure yeah. Solid Zero. <laughs> Solid Zero. I'm combining multiple Metal Gear. <laughs> Hello Kitty Island Adventure Ghost Babble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you could find a copy of playable Hello Kitty Island Adventure. With how much eBay I do, I could find oh. a copy. <laughs> okay. This new version, you, you, if you played through all the versions of it, you would have Hello Kitty, then you'd have Solid Kitty, Liquid Kitty, uh, Naked Kitty, Venom Kitty. <laughs> Solid Kitty? Solid, Solid Kitty. I'm still upset though. My brother was just like when Metal Gear Solid Three came out. Him and I were just sitting there, and he's just like, "So, if we're going through all the states of matter, there's got. Do you really think? Do you really think they would do gaseous snake? And I'm just like, maybe. Although plasma snake, plasma snake would probably be better. Yeah. Old fart snake. No gash snake. <laughs> Old fart snake. <laughs> right, well, Dave, uh, James, yes. thanks for joining tonight. Oh, no problem. Glad I could finally join. Yes. Uh, we will try to be more consistent with our episodes, uh, but if you like this, please leave a comment, leave a like, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Share with your friends. The more the merrier. It really helps us out. I, I I'm being sincere. So yeah, leave comments. Mm -hmm. Show so, us pictures of your fan artwork of us or of video games in general. Because as the art teacher, I love that crap. It's or true. You can react to this. Yeah. Huh? Uh, uh, anything for you? Just no Bowsette artwork. Uh, oh, I have no. I have banned my students from giving me that. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna have to expand on that. No et no, artwork. No, we don't. <laughs> no, no Booet, no Bowsett, no oh. Shy Guyette. Okay, explain <laughs> that way. Yes, yes. No, no, no. no. We, we are all the Ets. <laughs> uh, uh, but until next time. No James Ets either. <laughs>
<laughs> no, your rule 63 name would be Jasmine. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, and I'm just going to throw this out here either, too, because the world is sick. No sexy Pokemon. That's wrong. That's just wrong. Oh, Gardevoir, we're so sorry. <laughs> Gardevoir, freaking Lopunny is the is doomed. Uh, I guess Gardevoir was it when I was when I used to hang around the dark sides of the internet uh, in oh, college. No, no, it's 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 still it's still uh, one of them. It's still one of the um, ones that is focused on. Oh dear. <laughs> Yeah, and not Mrs. Popo, <laughs> a.k.a. Jinx. Boo. Things like that can really just increase the mis misanthropy in someone. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, well, on that horrifying note that we've given you ideas for, <laughs> please don't, please don't send that art. Uh, um, but, game on. Game on, everybody. <laughs> game on.